If you've been pondering politics this week, then you've come to the right podcast, because this is Pondering Politics. What are we pondering this week? Is Trump killing the Iranian general the greatest electoral tactic of all time? Is Boris going to rewrite the UK constitution to consolidate his power? Will Britain ever be ready for a socialist leader? And should celebrities make political statements when winning awards? I'm Andrew, the man on the street. I'm Simon, the man in the classroom. And together, we're pondering politics. So is this... Trump killed this general last week. We talked about yep. it. We talked about whether it was right or wrong. But but is this basically the, the, the killer argument? Has he just won the next american u.s presidential election with this action regardless of whether it's right or whether it's wrong has he is this a good electoral tactic i think if he does get past the impeachment thing which i think we're in agreement that he probably will because of the the way that it'd be very unlikely the senate yeah, would because, vote against yeah him. the senate is all re- republican and it's definitely in his favor um it's you know people in the past have definitely done this bush arguably <laughs> did this to win an election i, I think the sad answer Probably the air. There, there seems to be a trend that when America goes to war, America obviously is very, a very patriotic, patriotic country, perhaps in a way the British aren't. They do seem to kind of rally around their leader mm. at these times. But there are examples in the UK. Um, the Falklands and Thatcher is is one. But you can see in almost with Blair and Iraq, it kind of went the other way. It was like, well, what are you doing? Um, yeah, yeah. But... So it is entirely possible they will rally around. But I think some of it might depend on the impact of it and the effect of it. But that, um, that is so, so, so dishonest and horrible. Just just the thought about that, that he did this. I'm not saying he did it. I'm pretty, well, yeah, yeah. He did do it. Mm. But if he, if he did do it, that's just, oh, let's start a war. For that reason. Like, yeah, it's just a... Uh... It's a very cynical way of looking at it. But, but it's impossible to know to what extent that cynicism, cynicism can be justified. Maybe, mm. And I guess we'll never know. I mean, maybe we might know if, if some of his inner circle one day write a... And a, a tell-all biographer, I suppose, some of his, ten, some I suppose they have, but you know, a, a current member that we might find out. Um, I, but if the justification, I mean, um, the Tory party today in the House of Commons said that um, they've seen the proof, the justification yeah. of the strike, yeah, yeah. and they agree with it. If that's true, then does it matter? Is it, is it just a nice coincidence? It's all, all good. I mean, I can take him out, yeah. and it will help me win the election. If you're the, if you're a member of the opposition. So a Democrat in this case, what would be politically the best response? Just to say support the president, because you can just. There are times where it's, you can just support. Yeah, the opposition. and I, I I like that when the opposition comes out and actually say in in both UK and, and any yeah. country, if the opposition comes out and says actually, yeah, fair enough, it, it actually <laughs> it, it, it lends to more. I, I believe them more. The next time they come out with a criticism, I'm yeah. like, oh, actually, I should listen to this criticism because yeah. they agreed with the, their opposition last week. But if they always, 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 always oppose them, it it's, always, it's, it's playing, just like playing politics. Yeah, you're, you're just opposing for the sake of yeah. just, just arguing. So with that in question, I would obviously, without this question being in play, I kind of personally, not personally, <laughs> Personally, that's completely wrong. I'm nothing involved in this at all. But I, I, I no one I, thought I, you I, were until you said that. <laughs> I'm just out of here. Um, I see why it happened, as I stated on the last week's podcast. Yeah. I think you know you can't just keep getting away with the things they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Take away what America's done in the past. So yeah, I think the Democrats should just agree with it because it's just a bit wrong to use it against them. What do you think of all these massive protests that have taken place in Iran? Because I, I haven't really been following this story, but you, you, well, you I, have. Yeah, after last week, and I know obviously I passionately went. What was Trump supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, he keeps, you know, the guy was behind nicking oil tankers and blowing up things and all this stuff. I went away and watched a couple of documentaries, read some articles from both sides of the story. And 
one of the things is, it seems to be that Iranian, Iranian people have been almost completely propaganda brainwashed with mm. this with this guy. Yeah. There's, there's, there's cartoons about him, how great he is. <laughs> there's, there's music videos. Right. There's yeah. just propaganda everywhere, apparently, about how great he was. And he, and he popped up a few years ago. Before that, he was a kind of guy in the, you know, in the shadows pulling mm. the strings, which the CIA knew about him. Mm. But no one on the street would know his name. Mm. You would in Iran. But then all of a sudden, there was literal cartoons. Mm. I saw the cartoon. And he was blowing up American ships. Oh, really? This will be your grave and stuff like that. And it, I don't know, it's proper stuff. So yeah. when you see that, before, if, if you didn't know about that stuff and saw the people, you think, oh, maybe he's actually a really nice guy and a hero. But if they've all been fed all this, this some would say nonsense. This, this stampede today as well. That, I mean, sadly, there seems to be 50 people that have died. Yeah, I don't in understand the how that happened. Look, what do they want to do? They, where are they stampeding to? Do they want to get to the body? Or I don't know. I, 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 asked, I don't know. I don't know. But there was obviously thousands of people there. Enough people that it got out of control yep. just with a certain amount of people. And there's been some reports, and completely non-backed up, and it is right reports, that are saying they, they, those people were forced out into the street to, to yeah. celebrate. But that's completely unfair, but I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know what you'd stampede for at a funeral. What do we want? In Alive Again. What do we, when do we want it? <laughs> now, please. I guess so. <laughs> Laugh. <clears throat> is Boris going to rewrite the UK constitution to consolidate his power? Okay, the short answer is no. But there's two stories that have come up this week that I think are democratically worrying. Okay, please tell me all about them. So, number one, mm -hmm. uh, one of the big differences between the judiciary in the U US and the judiciary in the UK is that the judges, especially Supreme Court judges in the UK, are chosen by an independent committee, which is set up just for that purpose when there's a vacancy on the Supreme Court. It's made up basically of the members of the judiciary, representatives from England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and Wales, I can't remember the other members, but basically it, it attempts to be as independent of everything as possible. Mm -hmm. And they appoint a judge free of political influence. And that independent judge, hopefully, goes on to the Supreme Court to, to perform their important role. In America, you have the complete opposite. The president nominates a judge, often because of their political leanings and because of the way they're likely to make decisions, and then the Supreme, then the Senate gets to, has the final yay or nay, who also vote along political lines. Because if you remember when Brett Kavanaugh was nominated by Donald Trump, oh. the vote in the Senate was completely down. All the Republicans said yeah. yes, and all the, all the Democrats said no. So there was there was no real honest evaluation of whether this guy was suitable or not suitable. It was it just was, tribal. It was just tribal. And Boris obviously got his wrists well and truly spanked by that's an interesting wrists. Yeah, spanked wrists. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> um, by the Supreme Court a few weeks uh, ago, and the newspaper, some of the newspapers and some of the online websites are saying Boris vows revenge. The, Truth seems to be that he has said in the Queen's speech that they're going to look into the relationship between the Supreme Court, the government, and, and the executive. And they, and they haven't made any announcements. But this kind of rumour has started that this mm. is what they're looking into. And sometimes rumours are completely wrong. And sometimes rumours are there because they're almost like half leaked and you know there's a plan kind of going on. And Lady Hale, who is the famously the lady that made the, the proroguing parliament speech, the spider brooch yep. lady, when she has now retired... Um, and in her retirement speech, uh, she said the Prime Minister must make sure he doesn't allow nominations to become political um, appointees. So, so, so this story has got enough gravitas that the people involved are commenting mm. on it. Um, 
And I think this is a big deal. You know, the, the, the whole kind of bedrock of or one of one of the key parts of our democracy, because a lot sometimes people think democracy is voting. That's just one of the many, many mm. parts of democracy. It, it's voting. It's parliamentary sovereignty. It's not being ruled by a monarch. It's rights. It's um, independent judiciary. It's limited government. It's it, it's it's the rule of law. Everyone being under that. And the judiciary is a huge part of those other aspects. Like they don't get involved in general elections, but in terms of making sure everyone follows the law, everyone's equal under the law. The government doesn't exceed their powers. In terms of making rulings and what the government can and cannot do, that is a, a very important part of the judiciary. Of, of their role and if that became a political um, location I can't think of the word at the moment then that would inc massively increase the, the power of a prime minister if they could bend the judiciary to their will so I'm, I'm, I hope this story has been blown out because mm. from uh, this isn't a criticism of Boris or a criticism of other parties or political boss I don't want any prime minister of any persuasion to have that power so let me pay devil's advocate how if this was true yeah. how would boris even begin to go down that road to change it well oh uh, in our system parliament is always sovereign so although we have the traditional system of an executive a legislature and a judiciary the three branches of government mm. in our system unlike the americans the parliament is always sovereign and can effectively change anything in our country yeah. by a simple majority in parliament so 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 it is as simple as him someone raising it and putting it to the house, right? And in then, a bill, yep. Putting in a bill, vote, vote. Putting it to the house, and because Boris has a seventy-nine, eighty, so whatever majority, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, it, it would be done it, as long as the MPs, as long as the Conservative MPs would were going to follow him on it. And to be honest, this early on in his premiership, they're going to follow him on mm. essentially everything. It would have to be like let's nuke the Isle of Wight for them to not. Um, that, 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 I've, I've been there. I hope they don't do. So. I hope they quite nice. Great, great, great house. Oh, that's Jersey. Um, the I think it's a big deal. And the, the other one that's come up is uh, the Fixed-Term Parliament Act, mm -hmm. um, which David Cameron put into place because of the coalition government. And when David Cameron and Nick Clegg did it, I don't think there was a particularly any great, like, oh, we want to do this because it's a noble thing. They probably did it to defend the, the coalition from an early... To keep them in power for five years. It, just, to, it was to kind of defend them against small rebellions, yeah. really. Um, but nevertheless, it took away one of the Prime Minister's most manipulative powers in government and abilities because prime ministers when they're if you look at the last 30 years whenever a prime minister is popular they call an election after four years whenever a prime minister is unpopular they call an election at the absolute latest time they possibly can hoping that they will and you, you i can bore you with examples if you want but that, that pattern is there prime ministers time it to benefit themselves and the and, and what, why wouldn't you to be perfectly honest if it's your it's one if of, i was the prime minister yeah and you've got that like, power <laughs> call an election what when i'm really unpopular well, jeremy corbyn did the exact opposite he didn't call an election for ages because he was doing so badly in the polls. Just just recently, there was that delay. I know he pretended it was about Brexit, but it was plainly <laughs> because he was not where he should have been in, in, in the polls. It may be, it may not have been, but it. it, it so if if, <laughs> if 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 Boris does this as well, um, and there may be problems with the first time Parliament. I'm not I'm not necessarily defending the the letter of it, but the principle of it. I think is good, and so and this this would be a pattern of Boris taking back power. Now I'll defend Boris on this one. We've had two or three years of the executive, the prime minister, getting spanked by Parliament and not getting Brexit mm. done and getting jammed, and so maybe it's time that the balance went back the other way. I, I I hear that argument. There is a logic to it. I don't like these two being attacked. But does he does Boris need it at the moment when he's got a large large majority? 
He doesn't really, because he's going to get anything through he wants to. It's a forward planning step. Yeah, it's a it's a let's set thing if he's if he does. And, and let's be, I think the the, the fixed term parliament one has been at, uh, announced. Mm-hmm. The other one is kind of guesswork and supposition at the moment. So we have to see kind of what actually happens, and, what, and maybe maybe the fixed term parliament act will be replaced. But I'm I'm suspicious it will just be what revoked. About how would you feel about removing the fixed terms parliament act, but saying that if the Prime Minister hasn't called an election within five years to then an election is called. Oh, that, that was always the system. Ah. There, there's always been a five-year limit. Okay. It, it, what, the thing that's different is that the Prime Minister used to be able to call an election with it anywhere within that window that benefited them. Or their, okay. So or they them. could do it at three if they were riding high in the, in the past. Yeah, I, I don't know of any examples of three. Um, there's been, just, there's just been an example. A, I mean, obviously, Theresa did it after two. Mm-hmm. Um because she was a new prime minister, and that's a different argument, you know. If and you, she, she was popular. I, I remember just before that, everyone was like, "Yeah, true." But she did not, it not too bad. She did yeah. it because she thought she was going to win. It's just for me if you compare it with the American system. Americans have presidential elections every four years. They have legislature elections, congressional elections every two. It's just fixed, like it's a pattern. It's, it's a rolling ball that's constantly going. Yeah, as soon as Trump is elected, you know the next election is is twenty twenty. We yeah. know whoever wins in twenty twenty. We know the next one's going to be twenty twenty four. Like they just. It's, it seems to me to be slightly absurd that we have a system whereby the Prime Minister can actually choose the date of their next election mm. um, with, within, within reason. And, and, a, and a very powerful power. I mean, we all know that governments will try and make things favourable before they get to elections anyway, you know, lower taxes a little bit, you know, try, try and ease things off. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, am, I, am I overplaying? I, I, is it not as big a deal as No, that? no, I, I can see why, especially the original point, I can definitely understand the way you explain that to us all, that, that is, is a concern. <laughs> but, uh, Man in the classroom. <laughs> but the, the, the second, I, I can see for and against, probably like I can see you kind of like going back and forth in your head about it as well, but I, I, I don't like the idea of the complete five-year rule of a party who could do... If they decided to go down and ask you, yeah. <clears throat> then um, then there's nothing there to stop them. And oh, but there is because there's but always... they 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 would have to call it, and then they would have to get there, a, a majority, a, wouldn't they? There's always a vote of no confidence, mm. but that would always, always that would always require more people in Parliament to vote to vote for it than against it. But, but that's how essentially how our, our democracy works. Yeah. We have a representative democracy. If, 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 but so so there's always a method of removing a an evil government for argument's sake. Um, it, it just it, it. If you look at kind of British history over time, very most of the time everything's getting more democratic with more protections. Yeah, you know, like we've added on rights for ethnic minorities. We've got rid of slavery. We've given votes to women. We've got gay marriage. We've separated the powers. We, we've taken hereditary peers out of the House of Lords. You know, there's all these steps that are getting more democratic in the wider sense of the word and this feels like oh hang on a minute this is like a this is like a step going a step back slightly back the other way it, it, it's almost like taking the vote away from some women or being like let's have a little bit of slavery you know well, it, 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 it literally is going backwards because that's how it used to be so, yes yeah, yeah, it, it's a step backwards um so and it bothered me it's hard again to because it'll blatantly go along party lines here because everyone that's kind of currently in the government will go this is a brilliant idea yeah. And everyone that's not in the government will currently go, this is an awful idea. What, what I'd like to see is perhaps some Conservatives coming out and saying, mm, this isn't so good. Or maybe some people in Labour kind of saying, yeah, no, actually, this hasn't worked properly. You know, a, a, a genuine debate. Because if, if, if I had a politician that I 
if there was an opposition politician that I respected from any of the opposition parties that came out and said, actually, yeah, the fixed-term parliament act is flawed because of this reason, this reason, or, you know, and, and I could kind yeah. of think, oh, make me think, okay, yeah, no, I can see that argument. I'd, I'd feel safer about it. But when it's, you know, I, I made this point yesterday, with my, uh, earlier today with my class, and I'm being facetious, and I, and I don't think this is the case, and Boris, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I don't think this is, this is the way you're going. I know, I know for definitely he is. He, he's a fan. Yes. He's, yes. he's the one yep. listener. Yep. Um, but, you know, when you get fascist regimes to go to the extreme ones like Hitler and Germany and things like that, it doesn't start off with let's exterminate this large group of people it starts off with tiny little yeah. chips away at democratic rights and, and tiny little changes and in, and Hitler Hitler at one point was a fairly standard politician yes from a far right background but he was you know he was voted in he was elected but then he slowly became more and more powerful taking away other freedoms until he became the, the Fuhrer the Chancellor the unremovable Chancellor I don't think Boris is ever going to get to that stage I don't think that's in any so way shape or going you're not saying Boris is the new Hitler no, I'm not. Just to confirm. Just to confirm, I'm not saying that. But I am saying that it's worth protecting the little things. Hmm. Because little things can lead to big things. So do you think... Final question on this before we move on to the next subject. Sorry, I, I feel like I can't, you should talk about the next one because I've kind of ranted about this <laughs> well, one. Depends what the next one is. Socialist leader. Oh, I could go for it. Oh, yes. Oh. Anyway, but um, do you think that, obviously, this has been announced. Can anything stop Boris doing it if he wants to do it? Well, he could stop himself. Um, he hasn't. Has got, well, because they haven't. He, he hasn't. He hasn't got they haven't. They haven't announced yet what they're going to do with the Supreme Court. Yeah. So, so, so he may decide for either selfish reasons or for moral reasons that you know that he, he doesn't want to go down this road or he wants to do slightly something later. So fine. Um, effectively, no. If he's got a majority in Parliament and the Conservatives all vote with him, he can get any of it through. I mean, the, you could get things like mass protests and. Marches. Mm, like I don't making, think, but this, I don't small, think yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not that kind of issue. It's not a widespread headline grabbing. It's not like news at ten. It's a, it's, <laughs> a, it's a technicality. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like, no one really cares about the judiciary until it protects them. Yeah, exactly. And, and so it, it, it's 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 so so the short answer is no. I mean, any future government could undo anything he does. Um, they have to get into power first. They have to get into, <laughs> so, to get yeah. into power first, and, and blah, blah blah blah. Which blah. leads us. <laughs> two, two. Will Britain ever be ready for a socialist leader? So why is why is this question a question? Because Britain's not ready for a socialist leader because Jeremy Corbyn just got his wrists, as you said, his wrists spanked in so, the general election. <laughs> so why are we why are we asking this question today? Because um, uh, a new candidate. Sorry, I got tongue tied there. A new candidate has announced uh, Rebecca Long Bailey. Mm. I got a name right. Woo-hoo. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's known as the continuation candidate, which will basically be the new Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, uh, just she younger, blonder, she, yep. less Hamasi, more, more female. Um, it, it is more of a same same thing, different person. So, but she's actually used this phrase today yes. in her article. Yes, she, so she you, you you saw the article. If you could explain, well, I haven't seen the article. I saw it on the BBC. Okay. She 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 decided. Basically, they've all been announcing yes. that they're going to stand for leader, yep. and they haven't all done it at the same time. They've, they've been doing it over the last couple of weeks. I, th- I think Keir was relatively early, but you always get a couple of the um, unknowns doing it early because they yeah. want they want to make the headlines. Rebecca's actually probably the last. Yeah, uh, everyone announce. knew it was coming. Yeah, everyone knew it was it coming. Announced, yeah. And so she's deliberately chosen to announce it in a in a very left wing magazine called the Tribune, mm-hmm. and she's. She's written lots of stuff that you know, generic stuff that you might expect about helping people, individuals, and, and that that all that kind of stuff is is fairly standard. It's safe, but she's used the word socialist leader in this, and I mean, it's got to be a deliberate choice. What do you think? I 
Well, again, announcement yesterday. You knew yesterday. I sent you the WhatsApp thing to wind you up. I joined the Labour Party yesterday because oh, okay. I want to have a part in electing a leader. But this has got me so banging. So you want a social leader? No, this is the whole point. Okay. I, I really want a proper opposition that isn't going to just be dismissed. So it, it, it's just a case of they haven't learned anything. You've got Jeremy Corbyn a few days ago coming out saying we want to extend Brexit even now. It's, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, right, okay, so what's different from Jeremy Corbyn? Not someone who thinks exactly like Jeremy Corbyn. No. Try something different. It's not, I mean, I, I, you've seen the arguments all over social media on, on all the channels. Every time there's an interview with a strong momentum social, left socialist person, they're going, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not the, 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 the arguments. It was, it, it was something else. It was, yeah. it was Brexit. Yeah, they blame something. It's, I'm sorry, it's not just that. It's the fact that they lost, lost the North, and it's the fact that they, they, they're not in touch with, with that power base they've got. They've lost Scotland. Now they've lost the North. So what, why do you think she's done it? Because I'm sure she's not. I'm sure she's not an idiot. I'm sure this is a, a deliberate choice. But you know you're the, the Corbyn candidate. Why would you then almost like lean into that? Like Because I think her and Jeremy Corbyn, I do, and John McDonald, I, I think they do, and I do respect this. McDonald. McDonald, sorry. McDonald is the, the burger. The farmer. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do think they believe what they say. It's not a case of like where Boris... You know, I'm not quite sure he says. No one knows what he believes. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, but they, I do think, I don't agree with them, but they definitely believe what they, they're saying. And you've got to give a little bit of respect. So to you them. think she's written this article because she believes she's in it? Whoa, you said something dumb. What did I say? You don't have to respect people because they say what they believe. But what they believe is ridiculous. In politics, you do because it's no. such a rare thing. No. Hitler believed what he said. Yeah, and I can't. At least I know exactly what you think. What he didn't know. What? At first. Are you defending Hitler? Absolutely not. What the hell you did? You said no. you respect him. You didn't even let me finish my sentence. Because he was if, stupid. If, well, number one, you're wrong. Because he didn't come out, as you previously said. He didn't come out and went, I want to do all these horrible things. Mein Kampf. <laughs> okay, he did in the book. But I'm not, I'm not saying anything about Hitler. Jesus Christ, what are you trying to do to me, man? Quote you! I am saying that if someone actually says what they believe, and you, then you know what you're getting, and you can go, no! No, 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 <laughs> That's no, no, what no, I'm no. saying. We have, look, we've, we've, we have ranted against so many people that believe what they're saying, because what they're saying is rubbish. But I would, hang, but if someone lies and says, hey, I, I, I don't believe this, then gets into power and then goes, ha ha, you didn't know this because I lied. I'd rather know what they're thinking before, before doing anything True. like that. But if someone's doing something dumb, yeah, might be being biased here, like writing Britain is ready for a socialist leader and they're just doing it because they believe it rather than they want themselves to be electoral. Like, this is just, like, I, this is, I, I don't really know much about Rebecca Long lately. Rebecca Longley. Longley, yeah, yeah Longley, about what's been in the media. So, so to, to me, she's a little bit of a, a blank book. I don't know what's going to come. But, but if she wants to be elected, not as Labour Party leader, but as Prime Minister, this quote, this quote will come be brought back again and again and again yeah, and again I and again. She, agree. And, and, and it, it, it could, even if, even if she ends up being a moderate leader, this quote will be used by every yeah. other political party for yes. the next 20 years. Uh, but this is what she thinks. And because I know what she thinks, I'm not going to vote for her because I disagree with her. I don't see how that's a bad thing. Because you just said you respect her for... Because no one does that in politics. No one says what they mean. They just say what they think. He's going to get them elected. Lammy says what he believes. He can't do. Surely not. 
the man. Don't get me started on Lammy. Rhys Mogg says what he believes. Yes, and I think he's a twat because of it. <laughs> Nicholas Sturgeon says what she believes. What, Scotland? Yes, so all these people, <laughs> all, all these people, I know what they think, and that's why, on all the cases you've just given, yes. I completely disagree with them, including Rebecca Longbay. Um, they, oh, God, I've forgotten her name now because you've got it wrong and messed me up. You've accused me of being a Hitler sympathiser. I did, I did. Oh, Jesus. Well, you still announced that you respected him for being very honest about his beliefs. <laughs> doing it like a comedic oh, oh, so you're crazy thank you for letting me know that bye right. anyway, anyway but anyway so getting, getting getting back to the core subject because she's a socialist if she gets in power Labour are not going to get in for another five years easy the, the next election they will not get in especially yeah. if she stays on this course the, the, the Conservatives would have to be like something horrific would have to happen within the Conservative oh yeah they, for, they, for that to be they would have government. to do both the things you said and then go way, way right. And, and things so, people care about. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and people, yeah, but they, they probably will start caring about it. If, if, if they did vote themselves to get in after three years or two years even, and then they uh, when, as soon as they got in for the second term, I mean, bam. Do, do you horrible. think, looking at the, the question we asked on the intro, like, do you think Britain will ever be ready for a socialist leader? Because like, we have voted, like, uh, Clement Attlee, you know, the guy that made the NHS, I believe back then they quite openly used terms like socialist. And uh, back, back then, it's, it's kind of fallen out of fashion very much since the the seventies and, and since Thatcher. Like, like could could it? Are, are we perhaps being too down on this word? In its current form, I my problem with socialism at the moment is not the actual ideas per se, but the 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 people that seem to buy into those ideas. They they're very quick to judge someone. They're not big into communication. They just label you as something horrible, and that's it. That's the end. Oh, I'm not talking to you. Oh no, that's it. You're obviously far right. You're a crazy Nazi, like you just called me. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> I if it was a kind of softer politics, like Jeremy Corbyn said at the beginning before it it turned ugly, then yeah, maybe maybe it could be ready, but not not in its current form. Not socialism in its current form, because there's no there's no debate. It's like if you do disagree with them, you're some gammon, red faced, angry man. I, I can't see it in. Uh, oh, there's my cat. By there's the way, if you're enjoying that, uh, I can't see it in a post Brexit. Uh, sorry, a post Thatcher environment. I, I think that after Thatcher's revolution of mass privatization uh people far more people will be able to buy property than they ever could mm. before I, I think without killing socialism she killed socialism because as a as a as a culture now we are far more used to being private owners to to not having state-owned things like yeah, i think it would almost be a huge cultural shift now i think i think this is another one of the reasons why the the labor manifesto just wasn't taken seriously by so many people because because they had you know i'm sure Probably ninety percent of the country looked at the stuff about the NHS and went, "Yeah," but then you were, "Oh, you had all that nationalisation in there." You know, so yeah. many industries being taken back under I, I, control, I, I, and I, just culturally, we're not there. Yeah, we're I mean, not there. I, I don't care who runs the trains as long as the trains run. But you, but you do, do you have a? I mean, you obviously you join the Labour Party. Now. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a a heart to see them taken back under national control? No, I just want them to run. So <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if it's a private company and they run it well and the prices weren't too high. Fine. Okay. Do, do you think? Do you think? Because the the key argument with, between business and socialism, or capitalism and socialism, is often this idea that who is best placed to run mm. X. And the the capitalist argument is that it's about competition, it's about economic things, it's about how competition drives growth, all yeah. those kind of things. And then, and so I mean, I'm not an economist. Econ, economist. I really struggle with that word. I, I just think 
I, I'm, I'm with you. I think that it, 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 if she becomes leader after an, an announcement like this and a policy like this, that's it. You done. You're even, looking at a decade of Tour of Disney. And another, yeah, another, yeah. And, and and maybe even more beyond. Because well, I got my membership on a direct debit kind of situation. If she becomes leader, it's a waste of time. I'm, I'm, it's obviously completely overridden by momentum socialist. Like, like I'm not going to have any voice in anything I get involved in. Yeah. So, what's the point? So, it'll be very interesting. Uh, so, it looks like the new leader will be announced on in April. Uh, there's some funny stuff happening over the same next... day as the Grand National. But, well, that's important. Yes. Um, <laughs> There, there's some funny stuff happening in the next few days in terms of how they elect their leader. They, they have to have a certain number of nominees from MPs. They have to be an MP, and then it has to go through various approval things, and then eventually it goes out to the members and you get a ballot, and I think you rank them from... from... You, yeah, your, 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 your first choice goes into, if they're not successful... Yeah, if, if your first choice gets 50% of the vote, yeah. then they win straight away. If yep. not, then the lowest one is eliminated and redistributed. And, and things like that, which which it seems to be a, a decent enough system. Uh, you get the leader. I can report back people. how it works. If you want, I can give you a first, <laughs> first, like, <laughs> we'll give, uh, do an actual practical in the studio. <laughs> okay. Um, should celebrities make political statements when winning awards? So this happened because Ricky Gervais made a joke at the beginning of a number of jokes about the beginning <laughs> of the BAFTAs, Grammys, the thing, the he, Grammys. Yeah, he, the he yeah. a thing at the beginning about please don't make any political statements this evening. To yeah. which. It, it was very hard. He said it was a joke, and I personally found it very funny, <laughs> and thought it was, it was good. <laughs> he said, don't come up here. You've all been in less uh, in school less than uh, Gretna... Uh, the, yeah, uh, the, Gretna Th- Thornburg. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so don't come up here telling normal people, you don't know what it's like for normal people, so just get your award and F off. Yeah. <laughs> he said, and everyone was like, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that. Obviously, a few people ignored him. Mm. Um, the Joker, not the one from the, the Labour video yeah but the actual joker he uh used the opportunity to talk about veganism like apparently climate change was, and cl- climate change was after but you said about veganism and the whole event was apparently vegan menus yeah. and stuff like that the one mentioned and australia the importance of voting in 2020 or something like that yep someone talked about abortions which was a bit like uh said basically more or less said that if she didn't have her abortion then she wouldn't have won that award which Obviously, a lot of people online and news outlets, yeah. especially in America, have jumped all over. I think that's a little bit. So the question is, should they? Like, like they've got obviously they've got a public platform. There, many people will be watching. It will be reported on. They mm-hmm. are a name. You know, are they not just using their platform for to, for, for good? I mean, you you wanted us to put this question on, so you, you obviously you've got mixed yeah, feelings. Yeah, I, I I found it very funny. I I in line with Ricky Gervais's comedy. I think he's a funny guy, uh, but. I think as long as you're not being a giant, big, fat hypocrite, which unfortunately a few of them are, celebrities, I think, then what's the problem of highlighting, using your star power to highlight a problem in society or, or the world? I, I don't get it. I mean, climate I change... because you're not, you're not democratically elected. You know, the, the, there's a difference between Boris Johnson, yeah. elected prime minister making a speech, and Alicia Silverstone. But... D- does that change the fact that it's an important issue that needs to be addressed? Well, what if it's not? I mean, because one of the issues you could argue... But then you, you can know, ignore it. But if you if you were a Republican, yeah. for argument's sake, you'd probably be very frustrated because most celebrities being part of Hollywood are, tend to be quite liberal. Yeah, so, and it's so, probably the same in the UK, I think that's fair to probably, say as well. Probably, so probably, all, I, I would imagine that the vast majority of statements made whenever it was the night before last would have been liberal, pro-abortion, anti-Trump... You know, because it's so. 
It's quite a one-sided platform. Yeah, and, and I would take away from most of what they're saying, again, personally, and go, oh, what do you know? Hmm. But I don't think they should stop. Because if they believe in it, and they're using their star power, and it is, I mean, um, okay, there are some people who deny climate change and say climate change isn't a thing, and I personally don't think climate change in the UK is as big a problem as yeah. maybe some groups believe it is, because we're quite good. Mm. Uh, but other countries are definitely, you know, doing dodgy stuff. And Do you think it, like, spoils the award ceremonies? Like, you know, there's that traditional argument of, you know, Christmas dinner... Don't talk, don't talk politics because it spoils the community. Yeah, yeah, don't talk about what's the other religion and politics. Don't yeah, that, yeah. Like, do you things. think like people are there to celebrate whatever, a movie and yeah. then someone's gone up there and if, and if like, okay. one after the other they all go, oh, veganism, oh, uh, you know, transsexual, oh, climate change, mm. oh, gay rights, oh, one after the other, then yeah, it's going to get bogged down because you're watching it for entertainment. But if someone has a crusade and they really believe in that crusade, then it's up to them if they do it. And it's up to Ricky Gervais if he makes a joke yeah. <laughs> about it as well. But, but don't you... I mean, I kind of wonder what the reaction would be. Like, supposing someone like Clint Eastwood went up and had made, like, a, a pro-gun, pro-Trump yeah. speech. Like, whether... A, the A, whether the audience would have been as receptive, and B, whether there would be a big, like... Outrage about it because yeah, but that, that's being a hypocrite. You can't have it both ways. You can't. Stand well, yeah, up that's, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, but I I would disagree with that message. Not the pro-Trump thing. Not that I support Trump. I've got to begin. No, you're, you're a Hitler guy. Yeah. <laughs> God, I <I'm>, uh, <laughs> This is the title. This is the title of the episode. Is does Andrew love Hitler? Yeah, he's a uh, Hitler kind of a guy. I'm going to call in the office tomorrow. I'm going to yeah. uh, Andrew. Can I can I talk to you in here? Yeah, is you a Hitler kind of a guy? Is this podcast? Listen to this bit. <laughs> Do you love Hitler? No, I don't. So anyway, going back to it, but if, if Clint Eastwood did do what you said, yeah. I would disagree with him, but I could completely defend his right to do that. Mm. I'm just telling someone, oh, you shouldn't do it. It's just, well, then you can't do what you want to do. Do you think it comes... I'm, I'm torn on this one because I, I agree absolutely with freedom of speech. I agree absolutely that if you've got a platform, it can be right to use it. And I also like the idea that people, especially young people, will look up to celebrities, will see the celebrities talking about things, and they might well get involved in politics yeah. because of that. And I think all those things are really important and really good. So I'm not, I'm not obviously you can see I'm leading up to a but. So but, but <laughs> no, I, we agree. I, Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but celebrities also often aren't necessarily the most moral, the most wise, the most not drugged up alcohol fueled people. Yeah, I completely get what you're saying. You see where I'm kind of going at the very beginning of when I started, if you recall, I said, <laughs> as long as they're not big, fat, stinking hypocrites. So when they talk about climate change, but they get a private jet for like five mile trip, yeah. and they can't be bothered, it's the, then take a long, hard look in the mirror. Why couldn't you just like, you know, cycle, <laughs> whatever the case, yeah. whatever the distance is, you know, you don't need to get a private jet. You could just hire two bodyguards, and then two people have got more money. Well, hey, for them, work. And then you could get an airline thing and just go with everyone else, saving the thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't talk about veganism and then go home and eat, like, four sausage rolls and a serve on steak. Just a little bit hungry. That's all that. But um, it's, it's those kind of things. You can't talk about, you know, the, the sacredness of the family unit and then be a womanizer and have loads yeah, of yeah, yeah, I agree. I, but it's, you, it's can't, all, you can't stand up. But I think with it's also, uh, as well as hypocrisy, I think there's also an element of... Are these the right? Look, there's some very intelligent celebrities, and there's some very well-respected celebrities. You know, if Tom Hanks goes up there. You know, I'm gonna listen. There are others less so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you want to name some? 
No. Okay. No, I don't. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Is, is Trump going to win the next election because of this? Is Boris going to... Should we fear Boris's constitutional reforms? Will Britain... Supreme ruler Boris. Supreme Boris. Will... Uh, Supreme ruler Snoke Boris, I believe. <laughs> will, will Britain ever elect a socialist leader? And uh, what do you think about celebrities winning awards? Please rate the podcast so it helps other people find it and they can listen and rate it and then so on and so forth. And do you think Andrew really does genuinely like it? I don't. Stop saying it. Sorry. It will spread. It will be a thing. Hashtag Andrew it's, loves it's, it's my season-long joke. Oh, is this, is this what's going to crop up? <laughs> I will have to think of a just as inappropriate joke for you next week. Well, next week, you finish growing with the tash by next week and we'll discuss it. Oh, Hitler. Sorry, got you. Sorry, I, look, I had to look at myself in the monitor and go, hang on, I haven't got a test. Anyway, smooth. <laughs> just, Great. Thank you for listening. It's been lovely to have you here. Hope you've learned something. Hope you found it interesting. Please join us again.